0: digging in family. I hope everything is going really well for you guys. Thank you so much for coming on back and joining us for yet another episode from the Lessons From series. Today we are looking at episode number six as we talk about this story of Isaac, the miraculous son of the father of all nations. Guys, this story is pretty cool, um, but you know, before we jump in, there's a few things we always have to take care of right now make sure you got your bible a pen and some paper right next to you so that way you can participate in what we do today i'm gonna go ahead and pray for us and then we're gonna jump in god thank you so much for another opportunity to gather together and take time out of our day whether it be morning or afternoon or evening just to focus on you god i pray that during this time that we sit here and focus on you that you would teach us all about yourself Help us to fall deeper and deeper in love with you and teach us what these lessons and stories have to do with us today. We praise you and thank you for everything that you have done, are doing, and will do in our lives. In your name, amen. All right, guys, so question first. Here comes our question. Describe your parents, your guardians. Describe them, physical attributes, characteristics of them. Um, If you're like me and you only have one, Parent or guardian, uh, describe that one. If you don't have any, then do your best to describe the guardian or the person who takes care of you the most. Go ahead and do that now. Describe them and uh, write some words and some phrases down so that we can talk about it a little bit. Awesome. Hope you guys had a really good chance there to actually write these things down and and, and start the discussion a little bit. We're going to get to it here in a minute, but not right off the bat. So, today, Uh, We're looking at the story of Isaac, right? And the story of Isaac is crazy because it runs from kind of the overlap of our last character, Abram or Abraham. Uh, and, And that means that we're looking at chapters 21 to 35. That's the story of Isaac. And I'm. Again, I'd love for you guys to actually sit down and spend some time reading this because this is the story that backs up and is behind everything we believe. It's the very foundational understanding of what we believe as Christians. That being said, I don't want you to sit here and read it in one sitting if you don't have the time. So what I'd love for you to focus on today is Genesis 22 as well as Genesis 26, 1 through 5. And then Genesis 27, those three little readings there. Um, Go ahead and read those, pause this podcast, read those, and and join us back for some more discussion. Fantastic. So you read some really interesting stories. One of those, obviously, in, in Genesis 22 is something that you've already probably read if you read through the story of Abram slash Abraham. Uh, it's a very famous biblical story. It's really a really crazy story, uh, but it's definitely one of the ones that we're gonna focus on a little bit today. Uh, 26, one through five, just a really short section there. Uh, if you have um, kind of those titles above each of those paragraphs, uh, this gives you a little bit of a hint about God promising something to Isaac. And then Genesis 27, uh, just another another really great and important story uh, through, our, through our Bible. Um, where we see parenting kind of on display. We see what it looks like um, to not just parent, but also some crazy interesting ancient Near Eastern Uh, traditions. So it's a really cool ancient tradition, Uh, and and it has a lot of importance as time goes on as well. So some of the highlights, though, some of those highlights of this big story from from Genesis 21 to 35, we've got the miraculous birth of Isaac, our main character for the day. Uh, We have his near-death story that follows in the immediate next chapter. Then we have some marriage. Uh, We have Isaac's father dying, which has some weight to it right the father of all nations dying and that being the father of isaac there's some heaviness there uh, we've got isaac giving birth to a couple kids uh, we've got some deception some crazy stories of deception and lying uh, that, that are pretty eventful we have some blessings uh, there's obviously plenty of death involved because it's the old testament uh, we have god's promise to isaac um, and then we have this really weird chapter and I just really wanted to point this out I'm not going to discuss it at all today but Genesis 34 is one of the most disheartening and troubling chapters in the whole of Genesis and honestly probably pretty close to the whole of the entire Bible it's Genesis 34 is a really um, it's a really tricky it's a really tricky chapter to work through um, so if you're looking for a challenge go ahead and read Genesis 34. But all this is to say, guys, let's talk a little bit about a couple of those reading pieces that I wanted you guys to talk about. So Isaac, right, his miraculous birth, right off the bat, is a miraculous birth. Now, I'm mentioning that, I'm saying that out loud because that's a huge and important theme all throughout scripture. You're gonna come back to this theme over and over again as we see someone, a woman, who is barren, unable to have children. And then God, at the perfect time, opens up the woman's womb and allows her to have a really specific child. So God being in control, controlling that moment, controlling uh, all of that in a loving and personal way at the exact perfect time. You're gonna see that over and over. So we had this miraculous birth of Isaac, just to kick off the whole story right there in Genesis 21. And then right after this miraculous birth, Uh, obviously not immediately after the actual birth, but in the next chapter, we read about this story of Isaac's near death, where God tells his father to kill him. I mean, that's just, it's crazy. It's a story of faithfulness. It's a story of, obviously, of a much greater impact when we talk about a father willing to sacrifice his son. you ringing any bells? I hope so. So Right off the bat, we have this dude's life is filled with energy. It's filled with like action packed stuff. And then we get to 26, right? Genesis 26. And this is after he has kids, right? And there's a famine going on. Another important biblical theme there's a famine happening in the land, and God wants to protect Isaac and his family. And and, and this is really important, guys, because this is God's protection over his chosen people. A famine, and at that time a famine, would have wiped out entire villages, towns, cities of people if it were not well managed or not well prepared for. Um, And so the famine is another theme that's going to come through the Bible as well. And in this moment, God is protecting his people, his chosen people, and doing that by basically saying, hey, I want you to stay here. Don't don't go down to Egypt. It's not, it's not the time. Um, and then reiterates the Abrahamic covenant to Isaac, basically saying, remember, you're the child of the father of all nations. I promise you that I'm with you. So really awesome stuff right there. And then we get to 27. Genesis 27 is one of the uh, craziest stories thus far in terms of like weird stuff that happens it's a really cool and exciting story it's a story that um i didn't really read until much later in my uh in my faith because it just i just didn't really ever get around to it um because i what didn't really take it that seriously ultimately uh especially with the book of the first couple of books of the bible seemed boring but you read something like 27 and you read something pretty remarkable um, and this is the, the story of Isaac being old, right? He, he's blind and cannot see. And we see this really crazy tradition in which the first the firstborn is the one who's supposed to receive all of this blessing, right? And, and Esau is the firstborn son of Isaac. So he should be receiving the blessing. However, the other son, Jacob, pulls this crazy trick on his own dad, his nearly blind old dad, And it's a really wild trick, but what it ends up doing is essentially giving Jacob all of the blessings of the firstborn, even though he wasn't the firstborn. This is some trickery, some lying, and some deception that enters into God's chosen family. And it's crazy because it's like it's kind of like a few of the last moments of Isaac. It's it's certainly some of the last moments that we actually end up reading about. The, the next major thing we read about in Isaac's life is actually his death in chapter 35. He's mentioned here and there, but really not much more after this story. His sons kind of take the, um, the center stage, so to speak, in the, in the next part of biblical stories. And so with that, we've got a son, who now just received the complete blessing from his brother and did it unknowingly in in a trick, in a deception. And it's really crazy because what happens from this, what comes of this is truly amazing. Because Jacob, as we'll find out here pretty quick in the next um, episode, is actually the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. The dude has 12 kids, which in and of itself is bananas. And each of them is one of the tribes of Israel. And he receives this blessing from his dad that he wrongfully received. And through that, from that blessing, he becomes blessed. So it's really weird, but it's this moment of God using even the brokenness and the sinfulness, the evil that we talked about with the episode of Noah, even using the evil that surrounds this world and doing it for his good. So praise God that he does that, right? So lots of crazy weird things happening there. But I want to revisit a little bit of that that question that I asked earlier. The question that I asked earlier was: describe your parents or your guardians. What are they like? You know? What are some characteristics of them? Physical characteristics, faith characteristics, whatever it is. I want you to take that list and I want you to compare it to the stories you've read about Isaac. How do they match up, right? Look at yourself as a son or daughter of your parents and compare yourself to Esau and to Jacob. How do you guys all line up? Where do you compare and see yourself? And the point I'm bringing up here is, what I'm trying to, to kind of bring forward is not this idea of you need to compare yourself to these people so that way you can be more like them. Again, that's not the point of this series at all. What I'm trying to do is get you to think about the fact that you could not be further removed from this world, this ancient Near Eastern world. You could not be further removed from it. You you don't understand these traditions. You don't understand these these dense heavy topics you read these stories and it's it feels like a fairy tale does it not it's okay to be honest about it it does so here's one of the major things one of the things that the digging in podcast is really going to help us kind of come down to it's actually called it's what i'm going to call an axiom it's one of the most central beliefs that we have at the Digging In podcast. There's four major beliefs that we have and we're gonna work through them over and over again as we go, but this is kind of the time for me to release one of the major axioms, one of our major beliefs at the Digging In podcast. And that is the Bible is written for you. The Bible is not written to you. You are not the original intended audience of the scriptures. It was ancient Near Eastern, ancient israelite people they had the farming stuff all down they knew all about farming they knew all about these these religious traditions they knew all about these things right that was their general nature the bible was written for you but not to you and that's really important when we get dig into some of these things because you can compare your parents and yourself to these people and you're not going to find a lot of similarities you might find a few things right because what I'm gonna talk about here about Isaac is his faithfulness, right? Because Isaac was unwilling to just give up on faith and tradition. Even though the world around him was devolving and turning into worse and worse things, he was unwilling to be unfaithful. So he wanted nothing but that continued faithfulness. And what happens in that continued faithfulness? Well, it's really simple. God shows up and reaffirms the covenant that he has with Isaac and his future family because of his father and that makes Isaac have a sense of ownership a sense of responsibility because he realizes that his faith is coming from God's commitment to him and to his family and that emboldens him that makes him stronger and makes him more serious about his faith because ultimately What this moment means is that he has to raise up the next generation to believe in and be faithful to the God of the universe. And he does just fine. Sure, his kids pull a trick. But as we go through this story, you're going to see those sons turn around a little bit and really start to be appreciative and thankful for everything that their father did. Really wild, guys. It's a really crazy story. So the lesson today is that of continued faithfulness. As time goes by, as your day goes by, as months go by, it's so easy to just turn to other things. It's so easy to fix your eyes on school, or on jobs, or on the next video game, or some big hobby that you like to do. It's so easy to get so consumed with those things. But what we see here is that no matter how crazy the world's got, Isaac remained faithful faithfulness, a continued faithfulness, is exactly what we're talking about today. Because the God of the universe remains committed to his children. So all he asks of you in return is a committed faithfulness back to him. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode from the Digging In podcast in the Lessons From series. Join us next time as we continue the story of Abraham's family by looking at his grandson in the story of Jacob.